fellow Kryptonians, Bobby Moonboots here. I'm at work and I'm driving from, uh, got to go to a job site, so I have quite a drive ahead of me. So I thought I'd record my thoughts. Uh, yesterday, I made a quick recording talking about Shiba and Dogecoin and how everyone was on the Shiba train. And how everyone was like, oh, Dogecoin's dead. Dogecoin will never recover. And how I was saying, of course it will recover. That's how this game is played. You suck people into something exciting and you leave something not exciting. And look where we're at. Dogecoin is now pumping and Shiba's going down. I just want to reiterate, this market is a game. You cannot act on FOMO. You have to do the opposite of FOMO. You have to buy the least exciting coin at the moment. And you have to be patient and wait your turn. That's how it works. Now, uh, Dogecoin isn't the only thing pumping. A lot of, of the meme coins, all the dog coins are pumping, which to me is always a bad sign um, because that is a sign of a top. And it doesn't mean it has to be the top, but uh, it means we're due for a correction because the crypto gods... They don't like when we're getting greedy. They don't like it. They don't like when we're getting a little too frothy. So what do they do? They have to humble us. So they send the price of Bitcoin down and it tanks the entire market and weeds out all the people who came here to buy dog coins and try and get rich overnight. That's what it does. The uh, crypto market has a mind of its own. It is its own little economy. And when you get greedy, the market has to humble you. That's just how it works. So what I'm saying is proceed with caution. I'm not buying anything right now. I do have funds on the side that uh, if we do have a major dip, I will be going back in or putting more in into select coins. I don't chase meme coins. I don't play with meme coins. I don't play with dog coins um, because... Uh, it's, it's just hundred percent gambling. Um, and when I see something pump, I immediately stay away. That's one of my rules. I don't buy things that are green. I buy things that are red and I wait. Um, not saying you can't get lucky and, you know, but if you bought Shiba a month ago, you made a lot of money. So that's great. Um, but the, uh, the bottom line is there are always more losers than winners. So if you think you're going to be one of the winners, great. But the majority of people lose while a few people make lots of money. That's how this game is played. Um, and so, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Bitcoin gets a nice uh, kick down to 58 and 56, maybe even 52. That is all in the realm of possibility um, in this bull run. Nothing goes up forever. And if this bull run cycle lasts longer than uh, usual, you know, this whole four-year pump, then bear market for a few years or four years, um, you know, if that cycle breaks, um, I have no problem with that. If we move up gradually, that's best case scenario because we have higher supports. Um, and uh, I still expect November, December to be uh, nice and hot for crypto. Um, but with what's going on now and the dog coins and the meme coins all taking off, it kind of 
showing me a little bit of red flags that uh, maybe we're due for a correction and maybe November, December could potentially not be as exciting because here's what we need. We need people buying Bitcoin. We need Bitcoin going up. We don't need meme coins going up. If Bitcoin doesn't go up, none of our coins are going to go up. Cardano's, the XRP's, the VeChains, the Zillica's, the Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum. We need Bitcoin to go up for those to pump. Meme coins, who knows what's going on there? They're just doing their own thing. Um, so if too much attention goes to meme coins, not enough attention goes to Bitcoin. So Bitcoin doesn't go up and it starts correcting because people are getting rid of their Bitcoin to chase these green candles on these meme coins. Um, so overall, it's bad for the market. If you got lucky and made money on it, that's awesome. Congratulations. I wish that I did and I didn't. But that's just how I invest. I invest in the projects I believe in. But also, I invest knowing that no matter what project you buy, everything gets its turn at some point. You just got to be patient. So I do that within within the coins I have my eye on. I, I buy the one uh, that is the least exciting at the moment. Um, so that is kind of where I see us going. Um, just proceed with caution. And uh, we don't know we don't know what this holds. This whole meme coin thing is kind of new. Uh, even though Dogecoin was around in 2017 bull run, uh, this is kind of throwing a, a curveball in what we think we know about crypto. What we think we know is going to happen, which none of us know. Obviously, none of the YouTubers or people talking about crypto. None of us know. We can try and pretend, but none of us know. So all we can do is go off history make educated guesses and understand how market psychology works. And that's where I think I have a fairly good understanding of market psychology, which is why I don't buy things that are exciting. I buy things that are unexciting and I wait for their turn. And right now, one that, and I released a podcast on this, uh, I think yesterday, uh, ICX Icon. Now Icon is a project no one talks about, um, but they're building Big, 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 big things. Um, they're like an Ethereum uh, based out of South Korea. They're even connected to the South Korean government, so they've got some actual adoption going. And um, I think Icon is a perfect example of a coin that will get its turn. It hasn't been exciting for four years, and the team has not stopped building. So in my mind, I know it will get its turn. Bitcoin Cash will get its turn. Zillica will get its turn. Because that's how this works. You know, a month ago, if you talked about Shiba, people are like, oh, Shiba, why would I buy Shiba? Well, look, now we wish you can go back in time, and you can't. But what you can do is learn your lesson from not buying Shiba because you missed the boat. Go buy something that no one's talking about. The time will come for it to pump. Now, I'm not saying it's going to grow as much as Shiba. That is an anomaly. These dog coins can really outperform. <laughs> they can really just exceed all expectations. So, uh, you know, you're not going to become a millionaire off Icon overnight. Um, but it, it's due for a pump. And I believe it will hit its all-time high of $13. And it's currently $2. And that's just one example. There are plenty of coins that haven't received their day, their day in the sun. Cardano received its day in the sun. I still hold a ton of Cardano. But 
after uh, it hit $3 because of the smart contract launch, I knew what was going to happen over the coming months. It was then going to chill and lose momentum. People lose excitement because fundamentals aren't really real. Cardano's building big, big things and they're working on things behind the scenes, but but speculation is what moves this the prices of these coins, which is unfortunate. But that's the truth. You know, Cardano doesn't need to be $3 for it to fulfill its role. It could be one cent and still accomplish its goal as a smart contract platform. So speculation is the only thing that moves this market currently. And no one wants to hear that, but that's the truth. It's all just a gambling game. Um, and uh, that's unfortunately the reality what else what else do i want to talk about um i'm gonna make a video on youtube as well as release on the podcast video about bitcoin if it uh if it was to reach a hundred thousand this cycle which i personally don't believe i mean look how much excitement is in the crypto space right now and we're not even we're still 40 grand away from 100k um, and when there's a lot of excitement, that means the party is almost over. It has to be over because as soon as everyone is able to make money, well, you know, there has to be more money flowing in than money going out. There has to be more losers than winners. That's the truth. So if everyone's a winner, well, that means the party's over because it's going to exceed the amount of losers who are buying in at tops at the top, um, and then the market just implodes, and then we go into a bear market. So I just, I personally don't feel we're getting to 100,000. I feel 80,000 is probably the top, or at least a realistic top where you would be able to get out. It might wick up to 90, excuse me, 90 or 100,000, but uh, realistically, who is able to get out at those prices? So I think 80K is a safe number for Bitcoin. And, um, but, but I wanted to make a video on if a hundred thousand dollars did happen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hitting some bumps. If a hundred thousand dollars did happen, what would that mean for altcoins? What would that mean for the altcoins I hold specifically? Um, the ones that I think have a big future and there's a lot that I don't have that I think have a big future, but I can't buy them now. I don't. I don't FOMO. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what would that do for these altcoins? Because we're at sixty thousand right now, and we've seen some massive gains. So, if we got to a hundred thousand, you know how much money would be able to flow into the alts, and what I think you know those altcoins could get to. I want to make a video on that, um, and I keep it real, realistic. No hype. No. No moon boy talk. You know, if, you, if you're hearing, if you're new to crypto and you're on YouTube looking at crypto videos and you just keep hearing people say, oh, XRP's going to $1,000, Cardano's going to $100, Dogecoin's going to $20. Like, if you're hearing that, just know that is flat out lies. It's literally not possible in a real world. <laughs> There's like not enough money to get them there. The market caps would be insane. Not saying it's not possible, but it would crypto would have to just take over the entire world overnight. And we all know that's not going to happen. 
do you really think the powers that be, the powers that control this world are going to let a bunch of degenerate idiots like me and you make Brazilians of dollars off crypto? Come on. They're not going to allow it. So if you're hearing crypto people talk about that, they are just lying to you. They are lying because they need your eyeballs and your ears to watch their channel. And that is the truth. That is the truth. If XRP, if XRP went to, uh, let's say, $100, its market cap would be, um, its market cap would be, I think, $4.6 trillion. Now, that's not happening. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not happening. It's not happening. $4.6 trillion is double the current market cap of all crypto right now. Doesn't mean it can't get there one day, but we have to think everything we talk about is this bull run. This bull run, what is possible? Um, what is realistic? So, sure, 10, 20 years, we don't know what the the, the crypto space is going to look like. Uh, that's too far, and crypto moves too quick and changes too fast for us to even try and talk about 10 years down the road. It's going to look a lot different. In the early days of the internet, people could not even imagine what the internet would do to the world. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, they had no idea that these things would be created. They couldn't even imagine it. Amazon buying everything online, buying everything online. So the point is, uh, we have to think about this bull run before we get too crazy. Um, and $100 XRP is not happening. 10, 20 bucks is possible. Uh, $10, I think, is gonna happen for XRP. Um, I think when the SEC lawsuit settlement, uh, when, when the SEC lawsuit ripple is settled, I think XRP is going to receive a massive pump, just like this Doge and Shiba stuff. People are going to FOMO into XRP like no other. And guess what? Exchanges know this. They know this, and they will capitalize on it. Like, Robinhood lists Shiba because it knows it can make, or I don't know if they did yet, but they're talking about it, because they, it, they know they can make massive profit if they list Shiba, because they know a bunch of idiots are going to buy it. They are going to do the same thing for XRP. These exchanges are going to relist it. They know they can capitalize on it because it's been just, it's been suppressed for so long. And XRP is going to explode and it's going to make a lot of people millionaires. So I hope you have your bags packed for XRP. It is one of the biggest laggers this cycle because of the lawsuit. You know, I, I looked at XRP around 20 cents forever, while at the same time, I looked at Cardano at 4 cents forever. That was the ratio. XRP's like bottom stagnant price was 20 cents. Cardano's was like 4 to 5 cents. Cardano is over $2 now, and XRP is $1. XRP is going to grow like a mother fringer when this thing settles. And when will it? I don't know. And you know what? My bag of XRP is not as big as I want it to be. 
I will be completely honest, when the SEC uh, filed the lawsuit, I did get rid of some of my XRP and I put it in the Voyager token. Even the emotions got me. The great Bobby Moonboots. Even the emotions got to me. And I got FUD. And uh, I should have doubled down. Put more in. And I and I have. I've been buying XRP ever since. But, uh, but yeah, that initial thing, I did get a little bit of FUD and FUD it out. So XRP is not my biggest holding. Uh, believe it or not, VeChain is my biggest holding. Which is crazy. It should be Cardano, but I did take profit on Cardano. Uh, VeChain is my biggest holding, and I plan on taking massive profit on VeChain at 30 to 40 cents and beyond. Um, as far as this weekend, so today's Thursday. As far as this weekend, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Uh, before, before today in the Shiba, now Doge, you know, I... I would have guessed that Bitcoin was going to go up, back up, which it did go back up a little bit today. But I would have guessed we would have maybe, we'll be sitting around 63 to 64 this weekend. Um, but I think all this uh, meme coin hype could change that. Plan B, if you don't know what Plan B is, it is, uh, I don't know who's behind it necessarily. I don't know if it's a company, but Plan B is what they're called. They do the uh, stock to flow model for Bitcoin price action and has some pretty accurate predictions just based on the stock to flow uh, of Bitcoin and the having and how that all works. So they're calling for a 64 or $63,000 Bitcoin at the close of October. And then November, I think was 98,000 is the close of November, which is, like I said, that's crazy to me. But I hope it happens. I will be there to gladly accept all those gains, baby. So we'll see. But yeah, the stock to flow model, I mean, it's pretty accurate. But uh, it's the space is getting so big now and, and massive big names are coming in that I just don't think they're going to allow. I think they're going to break the cycle uh, because they are in charge. You know, not that they're in charge of Bitcoin, but they are in charge of institutions and they're able to spread FUD to change the narrative and uh, ultimately, you know, send the price where they want it to go for the most part, whether that's up or down, we'll see. Um, but yeah, the, at some point, the cycles will break um, and we will be in uncharted territory. That's why it's always good to just just hold some. Never when you do take profit, never sell all of it because you never know. You know, um, I told my friends back in earlier this year when Dogecoin has its nice pump, it got to like ten cents, and I told my friends, I was like, dude, if you're holding it, get out, get out right now. It's gonna tank, and I was r- wrong. I was wrong by seven hundred percent. Big Dogecoin went from ten cents when I said get out, up to like 75 cents. So glad they didn't listen to me. But they also didn't sell the top because no one does because they get greedy. So you just never know. That's why it's almost, it's almost best, unless you have a really good handle on the market, it's almost best to just forget that you own crypto and just let it sit there. (laughs) It's almost best to do that. 
I've taken profits on coins. I've taken some where I was like, wow, I really nailed the top right there. I really, that was a great trade or a great profit take. And then there's somewhere like, wow, I took profit way too early. What was I thinking? And you just never know. And no one knows. That's just the reality of it. Um, what else? I'm just, I'm just talking. I'm, I'm driving. So, uh, thought I'd just make a podcast and I don't have many listeners anyway, but, um, but yeah, I, I, you know, when I'm driving, I love to listen to podcasts. So this is, this could be a good podcast to listen to while you're driving. I do the podcast through Anchor. Anchor's a nice little platform. Super easy, actually. I just decided, I've been doing my YouTube channel for a few months now, getting some subscribers there. Um, and then I was like, you know, I'm really going to do the podcast. That way, I, instead of making a video, if I just have some quick thoughts, I can just drop a podcast. So Anchor's pretty easy. I Like, all I, you sign up there, and you link, like, Spotify and Apple. And all you have to do, I just upload to Anchor, put the title in, put any hashtags I want or whatever description. Um, and then I just upload it, and it automatically uploads it to Spotify and Apple um, with, you know, with the title and everything. It's pretty sweet. So right now I just pressed record. I just pressed record in the anchor app. And when I'm done with this, it'll just automatically send it to Apple and uh, Spotify. So it's pretty cool. It definitely has opened my eyes on, uh, on podcasts. I should have done this forever ago. And you know, I don't know everything about crypto. I'm in no means an expert, but to the everyday person getting into crypto, there are some very important things that I could uh, uh, warn you of or teach you like market cap and supply, what that means for the price and FOMO and never FOMO and <clears throat> never sell everything, never, you know, all these things that the everyday person naturally falls into, they fall into those traps. And I did as well when I first got into crypto in 2017, I didn't understand the price uh, you know, you look at Bitcoin at 20,000, you look at something like XRP at 50 cents. You're like, oh my gosh, what if XRP hits 20,000? Not knowing there's a whole math equation behind these coins that <laughs> would make it like impossible for XRP to hit $20,000. Um, those are important things that newbies need to learn. And, and it's amazing how many people don't know. And I forget, I forget how many people, I forget how uh, it is to be new to crypto. Because it takes such a big portion of my time, I like it's a second job to me. I love I love researching crypto. I love talking about it. I love looking at my crypto portfolio. It's like it's a daily thing for me. Every day, it's like a second job. So I forget what it's like to be new. I forget the thoughts you have when you're new, um, and the mistakes you have, and and you think everything goes up forever or everything goes down forever. Any little small dip, you're starting to panic, you know, you forget those emotions. So I try and uh, talk about that to the new person um, because there's probably a lot of new people that are getting into it. They're probably looking for content. They're typing in podcasts and this and that and this. And um, so there are some things that you can learn from uh, me, hopefully, and like I said, I'm no expert, this is an investment advice, it's just a guy talking about crypto, because he's passionate about it, 
and uh, knows a thing or two. So let me tell you what's in my portfolio, and then I'll end this podcast. I have VeChain, Cardano, Voyager Token, XRP, Zillica, ICX, Bitcoin Cash, BTR, which is BitTrue Token, uh, StormX, a coin called Banana, <laughs> or ApeSwap Finance, which is a joke, um, <clears throat> but it's real, and I do hold some. Uh, what else do I hold? I hold a little bit of Zap. I hold GZIL, which is Zillica's governance token, so I hold GZIL because I earn, I've been earning GZIL uh, from my Zillica staking. And I think that might be it. Is that 12, 12 coins? I think that's it. Those are my main ones. There might be one more in there. It's just a dart throw. Oh, <laughs> I hold a little bit of Nano, about $1,000 of Nano, and $1,000 of SPI, which is shopping.io. They have a coin. Um, and those are just dart throws. I mean, Nano, honestly, is I think is a great project. Um and uh, I think it will will pump, but I have my positions. I just don't want to add any more money anywhere um, in case there's a dip, so that's where I'm at, but I think Nano is going to perform really well. Um, It's all-time high is like $34, and right now it's $5, so it will hit its all-time high. It should. Um, Like I said, this is a game, and the market knows where coins have been, and what their potential is. The market knows. As if it's a it's its own just monster. It knows. And the market will eventually shift to nano and the one like ICX, like I was saying. And Bitcoin Cash. Big do not sleep on Bitcoin Cash. Bitcoin Cash is uh it's yeah, I can't say this, but it is superior to Bitcoin. It's the same exact thing as Bitcoin. Literally the exact same thing. You know, the whole narrative for Bitcoin is it's a store of value. Well, it's only a store of value because you keep saying that. Other than that, every crypto is a store of value. Unless it's just a complete, you know, inflation coin, weird tokenomics. But like every crypto is a store of value. But the narrative is it's Bitcoin. Bitcoin's a store of value. Well, it's only a store of value because you're saying it is. That's it. Now, Bitcoin Cash, it's the same thing as Bitcoin, but it's faster and cheaper to transact, transact on. So Bitcoin Cash is superior to Bitcoin. I don't have any Bitcoin. I don't have any Ethereum. Um, Because I'm here to make money. All right, guys. I think I've ranted enough. Um, Go follow me on YouTube. Go leave me a comment. And uh, I'll talk to you later.